touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you Citibank customers can now access over 2,000 more ATMs in New York City, which means when you hear this... Sorry, cash only. You won't be far from this. And when you hear this... Hey, Mom? This will be right around the corner. With over 2,000 more ATMs in New York City, it's easier than ever for Citibank customers to hear the sound of cash. Now at Dwayne Reed, CVS, Pharmacy, Target, Costco, and most Walgreens. Citibank, make it here. Citibank NA member FDIC. Get cash with no surcharge fee when you use your Citibank banking card at Citibank ATMs and select retail stores in NYC. ATMs and retail stores are not owned or operated by Citibank. Napa know-how. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards, and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how.
Cause I'm happy Clap a 
it's him. Hey, have you talked to Mark lately? Uh, I haven't really talked to him, but he looks pretty uh, down. All right, everyone, this is uh, Off Topic with Steve Spanner, Randy Zellia, Anthony Zarita in the house as our producer, uh, filling his face with a grilled cheese. Steven? That looks delicious. I look, you know, I, I must say, I, you know, I'm kind of regretting not getting a grilled cheese sandwich now. It has bacon that, on it. I was going to say, does it have bacon on it? It, it does have yeah. bacon yeah, on it, go. yeah. That's, the, that's why you, it looks so good. Do you feel like a poor sport right now? You know? Not, uh, not, not, not like poor like in money, meaning like you're the only one in the room without a sandwich. Y- you know, uh... At first, I was I was fine with it, but like I said, I turned and I saw this grilled cheese sandwich now, and it looks delicious. <laughs> and you, you know, you know me, Randy. I love I love the grilled cheese you down there. You love a good grilled cheese sandwich. Yes, yes. That so one looks that one looks good. I didn't mean to distract yeah. Steve. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Very distracted right now. Would that be? Can you can you turn your chair and like look <laughs> the other way or something? <laughs> I can't I, I can't look at the sandwich. I might, I might take a bite out of it. <laughs> with that being said, uh, hello, Stephen. Well, hello, Randy. How you doing? It's been there? a couple of weeks since we've been. Uh, yeah, yeah. Since we've done the dance here in the studio. Yes, yes, yes. Two, right? I don't, I don't know what that Four. means. Wait, by the way. Five. I, you know, who knows? Time. I time. don't know. I just don't know what it means. Yeah. To do the dance. Yeah. But uh, it is. It's over right now, and the wait is over. The NFL season starts tonight. New yeah. England Patriots, Kansas City Chiefs. Tom Brady's actually going to play. There's no deflated ball suspension or anything like last no, year. No, no, no hoopla. No, no, yeah, no hoopla. No hoopla. Hoopla. <laughs> <laughs> I love that word. Hoopla. No hoopla. Hoopla. If you want to follow the show, we are on Twitter at Off Topic BSP, as well on Facebook, Off Topic with Steve and Randy, and of course on SoundCloud. All of our sound clips and shows are eventually going to get up there at SoundCloud.com slash Off Topic BSP. So, obviously, that's the main story of the day today. The NFL season starts tonight. Kansas City Chiefs at the New England Patriots. Uh, one game. Canceled the Tampa Bay Miami game. Obviously, is on hold for the weather that's going on. We know we wish everyone down in Florida and all on the uh, southern states here that have been be affected by this hurricane. Uh, be safe, please, and um, you know, don't don't do anything crazy. If they tell you to evacuate, get out. I know my parents are down there, so you know, just everyone wish for safety, say prayers, and. Um, that being said, Steve's on social media. Steve, where where are you on social media? Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, Instagram at Steve Spanos, and uh, Twitter Steve Spanop, and uh, Snapchat Steve Spanop. Lots of lots of uh, pictures of the poopy diapers. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Smushed right in there. <laughs> no poopy diapers. No poopy I'm, diapers. I'm Randy BSP on both Twitter and Instagram. 
And I was trying to figure out which way we start tonight. We do have uh, Matt Berkson joining us for some fantasy talk. We have Howard Beck at 645 to discuss the NBA. We're going to talk about the big Celtics-Cavs trade that finally got finalized, sending Isaiah Thomas to Cleveland and Kyrie Irving to Boston and all the moving pieces that go with it. And he is also a Knicks beat writer as well. So I think it will be good to also talk about the Carmelo Anthony situation as time is now uh, running short on the Knicks to rid themselves of the Carmelo Anthony issue. I mean, what do you think? It's not happening, right, at this point? Of of him moving? Yes. I don't think he's getting moved. I think they go into training camp, and if there's another team that comes out out of the gate that he's going to want to go with, then I think, um, you know, I think at that point it's going to uh, see where he's one of the few guys that has the opportunity to make it, to make the call himself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Phil Jackson's fault that he made that decision and it made a really bad decision here. So we'll see how this whole thing, we'll talk to Howard Beck about that. We'll see how the whole thing plays out earlier today. The Yankees won nine one. We're in New York when a lot of us are Yankee fans here cuts. Uh, what happened over the last few days where the Yankees Red Sox series ended and the Yankees were 2.5 games, two and a half games out. And now it's back up to like four or three. What happened? Did the Yankees lose a couple games that I didn't know about and Boston win? Someone they, they lost last night. And Boston did? Uh, the Yankees, y- did. Yankees, yeah. Yankees. Y- Yan- Yankees lost last night or two nights ago, whenever their most recent game was. I'm pretty sure it's last night. No, last night they got rained out because they have a doubleheader. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, so, so, yeah. so two, two days ago yeah. they, got, so, they lost. Okay, so on Tuesday they lost. And then okay. the Red Sox were actually going to lose, and then they sent it to extras, and I'm – Pretty sure they won. Yeah. Okay. So, so they had their chance. So that's uh, so that's a big issue. So now, the, yeah. like, will the Yankees make make the playoffs as a division winner, or will they be a wild card? Mario, our, our good friend of the show, Mario, and I. Mario works in Major League Baseball as an agent, and you know, we discussed a little bit of the landscape of Major League Baseball. And the Yankees, in my mind, I know Yankee fans are excited about this team. I just don't see the Yankees being ready to take that next step into the playoffs. When they play the elite teams in the American League right now, the Clevelands and the Houstons, they struggle. They struggle. They have to be able to get past those teams. The Red Sox, to me, are not a team that they're really going to struggle much with because they see them so many times. So if the Yankees play Minnesota in the wild card game or, or they play somebody in the wild card game to get in, I can see them winning that game, but then struggling with whoever they play, whether it's Houston or Cleveland in that series. You're a diehard Yankee fan. Get your take on this. What I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, I, I'm. You know, I've been been saying the thing, same thing. I'm pretty vocal about. Uh, I think they're going to get the wild card, and I thought that a while ago too. I just think I just don't think they have the uh, what it takes to get past the the Red Sox. <clears throat> the Red Sox have some good pitching, uh, really good team, and I think ultimately they're going to take that division in the end. But the Yankees can win that first game, and uh, you know we'll see what they do in the, in, in the first uh, the first round. I'm not really you know I don't want to make any bold predictions on that part yet. It's it's really up in the air. I, I never really thought they had the pitching to go deep into the playoffs, but then again, their bats are that that good that it might even uh, project them into the playoffs a little deeper than most people think. You know, I'm I'm not sure if they're going to win a World Series, but like I said, stuff like that is pretty unpredictable anyway in the first place. You you took kind of took the words in my mouth. I was going to say like their their pitching is just. It's good. I mean, w- w- yeah. when, it, when it, like they have struggled to be consistent, but when it is consistent, it's good. It's just it's, they need that next level pitching to survive in the playoffs. Like when you need two runs max in the game, because you know those games are all pitching battles in the postseason. I just don't think like Severino's been on fire. Tanaka's looking to get back back in form, and then Sonny Gray he had a good game today actually. 
But I don't know. Like, are they deep enough to shut down a really good team multiple multiple games in a row? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, would you take the, their top three against any other team top three? I mean, Indians top three. I mean, yeah. Red Sox top three. It's it's, it's, it's tough to say, and the thing is, like, I'm leaning towards no. Yeah. So yeah, it's just agreed, that, that, agreed. That's why. That's why. Like, I, I would love it, obviously. But then again, those bats, though. Yeah, they, I mean, they have a really good squad. They they do, but like, it seems like a frequent problem is like they'll, they'll be on fire for a game or two, but then next thing you know they'll, they'll leave the bases loaded or they'll leave two people on base maybe four or five times in a game. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine how many games that have won if they didn't have those games where they just could not drive a run in. And I'm sitting there. I'm just like, come on, okay, it has to be, it has to be, it. no matter who's at the plate, could be Aaron Judge, could be Sanchez, could be Headley. No one brings in the, no one brings in the, the runs in. Yeah, I think my big issue right now with the Yankees is just the consistency of the hitting. Um, and but the nice part is for this is if you're a Yankee fan, the nice thing is you're not saddled with big contracts for the future. That's the one thing if you're a Yankee fan, you should be excited about. There's no mm-hmm. A-rod contract that's so bad that you have to get out underneath of. Where you're taking, where you're trading him, and you're taking on some of the money, so on and so forth. Not that there's a really big thing with salary caps in baseball, but the Yankee fans should be excited about the fact that there is promise with this team. There's, they have some good young starting pitching, they have some good young hitters, and they're set for the 2018-2019 season to compete for a World Series. This year was great because it kept the fans engaged all the way t- through September, and if they make the playoffs. It's going to be a learning experience. If they win the wild card game and go into a seven game series with against another team, they're going to fall. But it's the experience that this team is going to take from it, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, I agree. I think that they're such a young team right now, and uh, yeah, the experience itself is definitely uh, progress to the future for this for this team and what they have. And, and they still have young players coming up in in the minors too that are going to be you know could be you know world class athletes out there. So what I was going to say was. You know, a lot of my friends, I don't know if you've heard people say this, but they'd, they'd be like 2019 champs or 2018 champs. They've been saying that before this season. Yeah, back sports pages, Ron Ryan Morick has been saying the 2019 yeah. uh, champions. But so. the thing is, on the other hand, it's just more of like, okay, I mean, whether or not you did, if you're telling the truth or not, did you really see this season coming? Did you see Aaron Judge's monster first half of the season coming? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. But No, and, and that's the hard part, too, because I'm not sure if – they can have a repeat performance because they're not coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing, not just in baseball, but I think in all sports, that a team sometimes will come off with a hot start or they'll just come out of nowhere. Just like the, you, know, we've had, you and I have had this conversation about the Jets from two seasons ago. Yeah, Nobody yeah. expected anything from the Jets when Fitzpatrick was there. They came out and all of a sudden they win 10 games the following season. People are like, well, the Jets won 10 games last year. They're players, so let's get up and play them. No, we have to play them, and look what happened. Yeah. They also, you had a lot, they won a lot of close games. Some of those 50-50 games, it caught up to them, and they didn't get those 50-50 games the following year. Yeah, yeah. the cards didn't fall their, their way coming up. You know, it's just Sometimes it's in the cards, sometimes it's not. Yeah, so it's going to be very, very interesting to see how the whole thing plays out with the New York Yankees over the next couple of weeks. Guys, we're also going to have Matt Berkson uh, calling in about a minute or two to talk a little fantasy football. Yeah. And I'm having my fantasy football draft during the show. I have the number two pick. Oh, so man. I started a trend. Look at that. 30 minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. If you don't recall, I, I uh, did a fantasy draft maybe like yes. two or three shows yes. ago. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. You had some good there. picks. You had some good picks, though. So. Well, I have the number two pick. So yeah. where should I go with this, guys? Like, I had the number two pick, too. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah, there you who'd go. you go with? You go. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, well, I think I, that's where I'm. That's where I'm leading right now. I think I'm leading Le'Veon Bell. Well, David Johnson is pretty much the undisputed number one. I mean, you're pretty much splitting hairs at that point. But yeah, you, you yes. know. All right, so uh, I'm in a 16 team league, pretty deep. Uh, oh, I don't. I, I I'm in a 12 16. team. Yeah, I'm yeah, in a 12 team league, and I yeah, hate that. Yeah. 
Uh, I had the number one pick. Oh, oh. didn't go Le'Veon. Who'd didn't you go? go didn't, go, didn't go Johnson either. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. I went Antonio Brown actually. Really? Yes. Man, yeah. you are going yeah. against the grain to say the least. That's right. like that. you know, Especially in the sixteen like team league. It, well, you know, it's it's uh, I think uh it favors pass passers uh, receivers okay. uh, a great deal. So, you know, it's PPR, which is I love PPR really yeah, leagues in I general. And uh, yeah, no, it, it, I think it favors, favors them. You know, so well, it's it interesting. We'll you. see what happens. I, mean, I hope so. You know, I think the uh, addition to to that team, not addition, but the return actually of Martavius Bryant is definitely yeah. going to open up that passing game or for 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 Brown for Brown. Or it could take away targets. Or it could take away targets. That's true too. I mean, take away targets. I mean, you show him ten targets a game though, which is definitely probably more than enough to go around for everybody. If it was that, you'll probably get the majority though. Mm-hmm. But uh, an average of ten, I still think he's yeah, make something happen. He's Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he catches eight of those catches, it's for eighty yards and maybe a touchdown or two. So, so let me ask you guys both a question here, quarterback wise. Yeah, yeah. And again, I'm not a fantasy expert. I more like watching the games. I know yeah, who the yeah. decent quarterbacks are for fantasy, though. You don't take Drew Brees at this point of his career, do you? Not too early. No, uh, did, yeah, yeah. Dep- I guess it depends. Like but maybe I, a third or fourth round, fifth I, round see, pick. So I would put him up there with the upper echelon of, of, of quarterbacks, though. He's in that top tier along yeah. with uh, a Tom Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers. You know, you got to put Breeze up there with that. Yeah. For me personally, it's Aaron Rodgers in his in his own tier. I think I saw that in a, in a I, fantasy football. Stafford is a guy who just puts points up on the board. For Always fantasy-wise. Fantasy yeah. fantasy yeah. Always. Yeah. From experience, Always. don't reach on Stafford. I, I got him in like in the 10 plus oh rounds. no I'm not going to reach for them I'm just saying if he's available do you oh, go yeah. there well he's actually yeah. my backup yeah. quarterback to show you how late I got there you go oh, I, yeah. and I'm looking I'm just looking down the list of quarterbacks and how they ranked them they have Aaron Rodgers Tom Brady Drew Brees Russell Wilson Mariota Matt Ryan Roethlisberger Kirk Cousins Jameis Winston Cam Newton Phillip Rivers Dak Prescott Andrew Luck who's injured Derek Carr Stafford Andy Dolan Eli Manning Carson Palmer and Carson Wentz and that's the order that they have him here yeah I'll yeah. be honest with you there's a bunch of these quarterbacks that yeah I wouldn't touch like I'm going to have obviously I'm going to have um, it's, it snakes around so I have the second pick and then I have the uh, <laughs> how many teams is it? Twelve. Well, it's so the twentieth pick, right? Yeah, Next. I have the yeah I have the twentieth. I have the twenty third and twenty third. Tw- I mean twenty third yes, and yeah, twenty sixth yeah. pick. So probably with that twenty sixth pick is when I'm going to go quarterback. I think that's going to be the best uh, the best way of handling that. So let's go, let's jump over to the phone lines right now. I think this is our fantasy expert, Matt Berkson. Matt, you joining us with right now? Uh, you know I am. Okay, it's good. so it's good to have you. First off, thank you for uh, giving us a call back. We have Steve and Anthony here with us, and we're talking about our f- the actual fantasy football draft that you're going to be in with me in a few minutes. So you're you'd be smart to give me all the wrong advice and have me <laughs> pick pick yeah, a no. pick okay. a kicker with the second pick. <laughs> so <laughs> what are you thinking about the fantasy draft today, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> all your thoughts exactly? Yeah, that's a good idea. Very good. <laughs> yes. Why wouldn't you go with a kicker with the second pick overall <laughs> in the draft? <laughs> Matt, what, what pick do you have? We we learned that randy has number two yeah i have uh number 10 so I, if i could, if i had number one all overall i could tell you everything to do in the first round uh-huh. now i'm hoping a guy drops okay 10, yeah, there you go did do you like number 10 do you like the corners uh i i don't mind them and i and i kind of like it because in all my other drafts i've basically been top five so i'm going to wind okay. up with a different team which i'm actually excited about yeah that's cool okay well that's that's a good thing you know if you were um if you're not us who are in the back sports page fantasy league here if you had to make a recommendation of the top three or four players to take <laughs> overall. <laughs> Hypothetically. <laughs> Hypothetically, <thank> as <laughs> I do quotation marks with my, with my fingers. 
the top you're asking me for the top four yeah top four just in general pretend it's not our league no, no, I, I right, exactly. <laughs> Listen, if you follow me on Twitter, I spill the beans all the time, so I really don't, I really don't care. And it's no surprise. It should be, in my estimation, uh, PPR stand league, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell. Then I think you're, depending on what you prefer, Julio or Antonio Brown. I think the only news really of the past two weeks is, is really Odell has dropped a few spots because I think due to the injury and the risk of reoccurring injury, you just can't trust him in that top five anymore, top four, really. All right, now, you're a big Seattle uh, Seahawks fan. I told you we would yeah. do a little bit of fantasy with you, but we're also going to do regular football. Uh, you, you being a Seahawks fan, do you have this era of confidence that I've seen a lot of the media members have about the Seahawks team this year? Do, do I have the air of confidence? I'm yeah. like, must be overcompensating from high school. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always guarded because I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop. You know, at any moment, I'm waiting for Russell Wilson to go out for the year, you know, or something crazy, or maelstrom over the stadium. So uh, I'm cautiously guarded, optimistic, if that's a proper phrase to use. So, so do you, do you think that the Sheldon Richardson addition was? I mean, I thought that was a very good addition, but does that really change the team? I mean, you kind of just strengthened the strength there. Uh, you did and you didn't. They drafted a guy, Malik McDowell, from Michigan State, with their first pick this year, and he got into an ATV accident Jeez. and has rumors some nerve damage that until it repairs i mean again i'm this is fifth hand information i don't want to make this gospel but those are the rumors that that he is really a long-term injury and that possibly he won't play again so i don't think that trade wow. happens if if uh if if uh, malik Vidal does not get injured and they also had this guy tuba rubin who was playing also that position but not, obviously not as talented who was dropped once they got richardson so in a way it, it, it was kind of a hole but when you can have, I believe in football, you win with the lines, offensive and defensive. So when you can make get like a superstar interior pass rush, I mean, I, I think you do that. Yeah, so it kind of answers my question. I was about to ask you. I mean, weighing that, you know, re, you know, uh, weighing that against uh, Jermaine, uh, Jermaine Curse, Jermaine Curse, uh, does it does it matter to them? Is it worth anything for them? Is, is Jermaine Curse worth anything? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, weighing both the. Uh, you know, both players against each other in terms of towards uh, Seattle. Does it really does it matter towards them? You know, so I said you pretty much answered that question, though. But I mean, I, I still like uh, Curse, and I think he's a he's a good player. I think it's a good addition for the Jets personally. And uh, as a Jet fan, getting rid of Sheldon Richardson also help, kind of helps us out too as well. Well, what's interesting is you know Sheldon Richardson is going to get north of fifteen million dollars a year next year, provided he doesn't get injured or, or totally go off the rails mentally. Um, which should net a third-round compensatory pick the following year. So, in a way, yes, the, the Jets move up around, uh, but they got, like, Seattle should be in the playoffs, so they got a, it's a very late second-round pick. So they kind of moved up around. Now, Jermaine Curse, you know, I can tell you, very smart player, great teammate, uh, hustles his butt off, but in the recent years, has he never was a speedster, great hands, so he's not going to really get that separation. Jets need like a well, they just need a ton. Let's be honest. But <laughs> a, a playmaker in, in a skilled position, a wide receiver, and I don't. And Chris is not going to bring that. You know, he's your steady kind of like third down, first down guy. But he didn't really get, get a lot of separation last year. So I think his game is definitely on the decline. So do you think this is kind of like a steal for the Seahawks? Because I mean, it's not like the Jets front office has been renowned for his drafting process, and it's almost in a sense like. Next year, the Seattle Seahawks just select Sheldon Richardson in the second round. Like that's what they're doing, pretty much. Like where they did it this draft. So it's almost like, yeah, you're giving up a high draft pick, but you know, draft picks are never certain, and especially with the talent evaluators at the Jets in recent memory. Right. How far back does your memory go? <laughs> <laughs> the Jets, other than a blip with like Bill Parcells over the past 25 years, I mean, it's been mostly train wreck central. 
Um, so, I mean, listen, when you're a Super Bowl caliber team, whether it's the Patriots, you know, the, the, the Packers, I think you just go for it. You know, you owe it to your team to go for it. That's why I, I think one of the worst trades made over the past 10 years was when the Bills traded up in the first round to get Sammy Watkins. And why? Because in the deepest receiver draft, the Odell draft, you know, they could have had Adele at nine, but they traded two first-round picks to move up to get Watkins as if Watkins was going to be the thing to put them over the top. When you are, like, one player away, those are the kind of moves you make. But So the Jets should really accumulate every, all the picks, and Seattle should be giving up future assets to make a run now because all of their core players are a year older, and, you know, who knows if they have even more two more years with this window. You know, it's funny, too. I think of the Jets, and I picture from the media standpoint and the announcer standpoint, does anybody else watching a Jet game can picture Bob Euchre in that scene from Major League where he's sitting there wearing the, the uh, just the undershirt passed out with a big thing of Jack Daniels right there? <laughs> I picture that as the announcers for the Jet game. Yeah, yeah. Or like a water, or a water boy with the cheerleaders. You know, the cheerleaders are just, <laughs> just drinking. Yeah, the Jet Flight crew passed yeah. out with. Uh, yeah. Well, with <laughs> there's nothing to cheer for. Nothing. Fireman Ned's going to be passed out. The That's whole, the whole it. gang. That's yeah. if they're even there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> fireman, fireman Ed is just like, no, I, listen, they, 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 I had a house call to do, guys. I, <laughs> he knew it was coming when he retired five years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he did, he's yeah. Like, he it's going to get worse, trust me, guys. <laughs> it's going to get worse. I, 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 hold on, I have a question for, uh, uh, for Matt. Uh, for, in terms of fantasy, now I was kind of talking, we are kind of talking about this before you called in. Like Aaron Rodgers, I feel like in a tier of his own in terms of fantasy, and is every other quarterback after Aaron Rodgers not really worth using a high pick for? Because it is somewhat deep and you can get an effective quarterback in the later rounds i mean th- there are whole philosophies based on things like taking a late round quarterback you know when you think like matt stafford was like the number six quarterback last year you know you could have gotten for nothing matt ryan was so low and-, and quarterbacks seem to have like years where they jump up you know like a stafford one year is good or an andy dalton is good one year and you know most people think matt ryan's going to drop back this year but yeah i mean if listen and rogers based on most scoring systems should be the number one overall player and there's certainly an argument that merits taking the number one overall player, even if it's in a position you can only start one of. So I do think he's in a tier. I think, you know, Brady, Breeze are, are decent behind him a little bit, not, not dramatically. Um, but, yeah, you take the number one play, overall player in fantasy. If you believe you can then get those later round running backs and receivers to, to make up for the fact that you're taking a guy in the first two rounds, usually that's a, usually a stud position at another position. All right, Matt. So I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, with the fantasy draft in a little bit. And um, not for nothing, I hope you lose. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair enough. And don't forget to take Nick Folk in the first round. You got yeah, it. Yeah, Nick yeah. Folk is my number two pick this year. Got to go Nick Folk. Smart. Yeah. Smart. That's really good. He's got a very strong leg. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Thanks for the call and look forward to seeing you. Good luck, man. Later, buddy. All right. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I am that guy who'd probably pick a kicker in the first round. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. T- yeah, you know, 10th overall pick, I think it's a, still a good one, too. You know, I think he's going to see some good players that, uh, come down to him. Okay. So, so, you know, it's it's going to be very interesting to see how this fantasy draft uh, plays on. And do, you, do you have players in mind right now? Yeah, it, I think uh, – listen, I don't, I don't mind spoiling it too much. I, I think, with again, I only have one person in front of well, me. Well, I mean, you got one, too, right? I mean, you're a second pick, so – I think running some of the running backs are just really hard to to get at this point. So I'll probably if, if as long as Le'Veon Bell is available, I think I just yeah, think it's a yeah. safe it's pick. A, it's a safe bet for sure. It's I a think, safe, you know, safe pick. Home. I'm not a really big fantasy guy, so I think you know go. I, I would tight end wise, I really want to go Evan Ingram. 
Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I think he's going to be really, really, really well, good. You can get him. I mean, you know, just you know, a little bit later. A little bit later, you <laughs> yeah. know. With the number later. two pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Randy <laughs> selects Evan Ingram. Yeah, what? Yeah. I'm not really <laughs> sure about it. Is, is it a keeper league? Is, <laughs> it, <laughs> is it a draft a rookie first league? Yeah, exactly. or, what we're doing know. is Ryan, uh, Ryan Leaf was not available. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I man. apologize for that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, back sports page-wise, I'll let you know who's in the league. Yeah. Even though it is our whole league, but we have myself, you have um, Sean from it, Seth and it, Sean. It's 10 teams, right? 12. 12, okay. We have um, Anthony from Under the Hoodies, Ryan Morick, of course, uh, Jason Sinzeri, he used to be a very big part of Back Sports Page, where he's taken a little bit of a step back. Uh, we have, oh my God, um, <laughs> uh, Sarah, who's been on our show a couple times. Her, she's a very big cowboy fan, so her yeah, yeah. her team name is Dak to the Future. Ah, I actually like that. That's pretty good. It's pretty like good. That? I'm sure she probably saw it. She probably Googled team names. Out yeah, and came I'll up with guarantee. That one. There's no way she came up with that I, on her see, own. I stick. I like with, it though. It's good. Do you do the same team name for every league? No, no, you, no. you change it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I wait until I see my players and uh, I make my decision then. Well, I, I'll be honest with you. My uh, my team name always stays the same. Team Z. Okay. Team yeah, Z yeah. always representing. Team Z. Team Z. I saw my winning percentage in fantasy, yeah, and I yeah. was not impressed. Yeah. I'm only, I have a 48% winning percentage. Okay. Right. Yeah. You know, hey, I guess you win some, lose some, right? I yeah. have three championships, though. Th- that's hey, that's all that matters when yeah, it comes I down to it, right? I have like a dynasty right? over there, bro. I don't know about dynasty. <laughs> three is a dynasty. My, my buddy in Gar- fantasy? My buddy, my buddy Gary is like a yeah. fantasy like maniac, and over the last four years, I think he's won like two times, and it's one of those things where... Like he pretty much is like he stands up. He's like the champion has entered the room. Oh yeah, just like yeah. Ryan Morick sent an email out to everyone says, "I will now like to be known as the commish." The commish. <laughs> okay. All right. Have you guys ever been the commissioners of the league? I have never been. Uh, I don't take commission. I just really nah. gave that responsibility to someone else. Yeah, yeah. I, I un- purposely stepped away from that responsibility. Yeah. Even though it's uh, it's my league, I'm just like. Two zero one eight two five one two three four. Join in about the fantasy talks. We're trying to get Howard Beck on the phone right now to discuss the NBA. Um, guys, it, it's my turn to draft. Team Z is on the clock, and I lost Levy and Bell. You didn't. Get, okay, oh, so, so Johnson's available, right? Easily yeah. Johnson. Yep. So I'm going to. Some say Johnson's a stealer too. Yep. You know, hey, I, I've seen him drop even further in a couple of leagues. Yeah, I, yeah, not for nothing. Yeah, I'm following ridiculous. what you guys have to yeah. say, so I went Johnson too. That's more than reasonable. Yeah, I, I don't think it's bad. You know, I, not for nothing. If if uh, Lashawn McCoy was available, I would consider it. Okay, but because those running backs are just not. He's not available. He's not a fine. He's not available. You mean <laughs> le- you mean Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got, I got yeah, Lashawn Julius McCoy. Jones went third. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not surprised by that. You mean wait, Julio? Oh, yeah, Julio yeah. Jones, right? Yeah. I got you. I was thinking Julius Thomas for a second there. Yeah, it's the yeah, first yeah. name that popped in my head, <laughs> and I totally forgot about Julio Jones. Though, yeah. McCoy, Julio, Julio, Jones, Julio, 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 yeah. Julio Jones. Julio yeah, exactly. Jones. Exactly. So, uh, really quickly, let's transition to the NBA for a little bit. So this, yeah. this trade finally went down: the Cleveland Cavaliers and uh, the Boston Celtics. <coughs> I don't know how you guys felt about it. I don't know if you guys followed the story as much. Yeah, yeah. I was little. Uh, I don't. I can't see LeBron leaving. I don't know how you guys feel about this at the end of the year. I think this was a move to try and keep LeBron. If Kyrie doesn't want to be there, then he, you know, he he moved. I just think at this point in time in LeBron's career, he's smart enough to know that if he goes out to the Western Conference, what he's going up against. The Eastern Conference is very watered down now. 
So he can still go to the NBA Finals with whoever he has for the next two to three years. So I don't know how, how you guys feel about it, but th- that's just how I look at it. It's why would you get up and go when you can just stay and ride this out? That's very true. With that being said, though, I mean, it just depends. Ride this out and is not a guarantee to win the championship. There still is another team you have to beat in the West. Say you come from the West and you're the only team in the West, you pretty much won that championship once you get there. You know what I mean? And uh, so you can forget, like, you know, seven tough games in the finals. You're not going ha- to have that with him and it depends on who he's joining first off I, I would say over there I mean if you were to join the Thunder I mean that's not a bad team right there I mean that's that's a finals team in my opinion they're going to give Golden State a big run for their money I uh, it, just, it just depends you know it depends on who he goes to uh, who his surrounding players are yeah, but yes I think in the, the best scenario right now is for him to stay where he's at yeah I agree I agree with that too um, I think LeBron also wants to get some other I think he'll get his guys there. I think that right now that the trade is finalized, I can see Carmelo Anthony putting up his uh, trade clause and go to Cleveland to be with his buddies. And then next year have Chris Paul show up there and have them all play in Cleveland. Now, keep in mind, we're still waiting on Dwayne Wade, whether he's going to get a buyout from Chicago. Yeah, He gets a buyout from Chicago. He's going to Cleveland or he's going back to Miami. I can't see him. N- I can see him going back to Miami, actually. But if he goes to Cleveland, J.R. Smith goes to the bench. Dwayne Wade's a starter, and then Carmelo Anthony comes in and really makes things interesting. Yeah. And and then you can start saying they might compete against the Golden State Warriors. Do you think though? You, do you think that Carmelo makes that team better? I think he gives them a scoring punch. I can't see him starting, but I can see him coming off the bench, and he can give them something different in that dimension. You know what I mean? Do, do you think he would be okay with coming off the bench? Would that be something that he, you mean, know he's going to be able to do 80 times a game, I mean, 80, 80 times a year? I feel like if once he finds it in himself that his main goal becomes to get a ring, then yeah, he will. Because like, it's not, he's, not, he's not 22, you know, and he's had nothing to show for with the Knicks pretty yeah. much. I mean, but think about it. When you're watching the finals last year, did you think, man, if Carmelo was on that court, man, the Cavaliers would, would really take it to the Warriors. And if you think that, then sure, but I don't know if I do. Uh, I definitely don't, and I, I'm not sure. Even and when you, you know, being said that, you know, what, what his priorities are, I mean, he's pretty late in his career now. He's not early. He's not. He's pretty much set in his ways. And as you get older, you don't like, you know, become more open-minded. You, you become more close-minded and set in your ways. I'm not really sure if he's about that now. I'm, sh- I, and I think he only becomes more about the money as his career goes on. I, I recall him saying this was. I don't know how long ago this was. It wasn't too long ago. He said that. You know, he didn't talking about going somewhere. He's like, I want to stay with what I built here in New York. And I kind of scratched my head. I was like, what did you build yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. A <coughs> fan base? I'm on the <laughs> clock, boys. I'm on the clock. Oh, Ooh, I right. came around quick. Up. I came around quick. Yeah, that was quick. Yeah. T- uh, I don't know. Do I go Do I go quarterback? I, if you go quarterback, it has to be Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I I'm agree. Gonna go, I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. All right. I, I, that'd be the only uh, other position. Yeah. I actually went. For, from now, I think you could, you could stock up on wide receivers. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing with running backs is like, it's like there's a very few that aren't by committee. Yeah. Like Bell. I'm, I'll be Johnson. honest with you. DeAndre Hopkins is still available. I think uh, it's, he, it's worth. His, val- his values has since dropped. So uh, uh, who, what other receivers are available? The guy is an amazing player. He's just a, you, like fantasy-wise, he's a decoy out there. Mm-hmm. It's it's terrible. But, uh, I mean, he does. It, on the field, he's amazing. I'm on yeah, the clock yeah. again. Do I, so let, me look, let me pull up wide receivers. I have a minute 23. Do you know what the rules are for this league? PPR. Uh, uh, it's yeah, PPR. It uh, is PPR. I think Matt said it was. So I think. Uh, um, I'm not 100 sure. Not T. Y. Hilton. Alshon Jeffries is available. 
I think Hopkins is going to be the best well, bet. Well, Amari Cooper is available, but he's injured. Well, what about a running back? Cooper, uh, I think he's going to be playing. I already got my running back. You only, you I, like, I would go Cooper. You only play one? I, I, well, I can go two. I think if you go two strong running backs, you can just find some decent wide receivers later on. Elliott's available. Delvin Cook. I like Dalvin. I like Dalvin. I like Dalvin Cook, and uh, I like Dalvin Cook, and um, who did I just mention to? Uh, Mari Cooper. Oh, Mari Cooper. One of those two. I mean, picks it depends I what you, you, I mean, you have. What like forty seconds? I I don't know. I feel like if if you want to take if you want to risk a high draft pick and a wide receiver who's like not really like solid. Yeah, so let's go. I can always go Kareem Hunt, but yeah, I mean he won't last too long, but he might. I don't know. I don't know if he'll last. What you're. I'm gonna go Delvin pick. Cook. I like Kareem Hunt too, right. actually. Dalvin Cook, the volume. Leonard Fournette might get a lot of volume because, you know, Tom Coughlin. He's which, running the show. Which one? Blake Bortles. Uh, Leonard Fournette. Where is he? he? If he's there, if he's not there, he probably was taken. Marshawn Lynch in Oakland. I mean, it's kind of a committee there. Nah. I mean, he's going to get 70% yeah, of the cap. Well, he, he's going to get a lot. 70% of the touches. I mean, where do you think he's going to get most volume? Uh, let's go. We got five seconds. I'll go Cook. Okay. I like that. It's not a bad so now, yeah. And now I'm uh, – <laughs> and Matt just said in the little chat room, I told Randy to take Nick Falk with the over two, like, <laughs> over two a pick, but he didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so with that being said, I, I didn't know where to go with that. So now I guess I have to go uh, receivers. See, there is a lot of good late receivers. If it is PPR, too, I mean, you have uh, – I was really toying with Marshawn Lynch, I'm not going to lie to you. but The running backs are tough this year. It's just like if you're not Le'Veon Bell or David Johnson, everybody is a committee in, yeah. some, in some way. You know, I think with um, running backs, there's definitely is like a, a crapshoot of, so, of some sort. Like, uh, you, you know, you think this guy's eventually going to become a starter. Do you think he's going to get more of touches? Yeah. I mean, PPR league, somebody – you might want somebody who's going to, you know, um, also receive the ball because that's mm-hmm. a point per reception plus the, the carries he's going to be getting. Yeah. So, I mean, somebody like Kareem Hunt. He will do that, especially in an Andy Reid offense over in, in Kansas City. I actually really like him a lot. He's a rookie. I think it's a young man's game too nowadays, it, as opposed to an older man older man's game. You know, mm-hmm. Marshawn Lynch. I like him. I, I took him in another league, but I still think he's uh, he's, he's aging. You know, I mean, and yeah, there's guys pushing up. Jalen Richards right behind him. You I know, feel, I just feel like they're gonna they're not gonna want to overdo it. Like they're gonna consciously not overwork him are you talking about the Raiders Marshawn Lynch yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and then that, that's good like I want Marshawn Lynch to be in this league forever if he could I love Marshawn Lynch but in terms of fantasy like I don't know if it's the best way and like I said after the top two running backs everybody's like well who, how much time, how much time yeah. can they get see I, I think the Raiders this year I feel like they have explosive a talent mm-hmm. around them though all over the place yeah. and, and Amari Cooper Carr he just signed a huge contract I think the kid's great I think he takes another step forward even after his contract that he signed I hope so yeah. um, you good, know I uh, like Derek Carr he's a good player then he has Amari Cooper yeah, Two, the Cook, yeah. yeah. and then um, what was I going to say and they got Khalil Mack on the defensive yeah, side yeah. He's, he's a great they have, they have a crazy defense to somewhat you know match that offense that they have that's pretty explosive their, and, defense, and their defense used to be like decent yeah because offense can put up points for sure yep yep are you guys a fan well let's let's actually go um sorry about that guys we're just trying to get the stuff with howard beck uh set up here um are you guys a fan now of a lot of predictions now with the carolina panthers are going to come back out and win this division this year uh, you know, I can see them making some noise in that division. I think Christian McCaffrey's a good player. He's going to add a lot to that team, especially we talked about age before running backs and aging Jonathan Stewart. You know, how much more does he have in the tank? I, and, uh, yeah, I think they they added uh, Christian McCaffrey, and, and the coaching staff loves him as far as what he's done on in the practice field so far and his blocking techniques and and his uh, his running techniques. Uh, who did we have on? I was talking about that, actually, as well, too. Somebody. 
Yeah, I think that was Dan Graciano. Yeah, Dan Graciano. Dan Graciano. Right? Well, he said he just came from camp over there and he was talking about. Yeah, I'm one of those people right now who feel that it's. I still think it's the Falcons' division. I just don't put a lot of faith in the Falcons. Yeah, yeah. No, so. I agree. I, I'm. I I think this the Falcons possibly take a, a little bit of a step back. I'm not saying a huge step, but a little bit of a step back in uh, losing Kyle Shanahan. The guy was a great o- offensive coordinator. He brought a lot to that team. And, you know, let's, it remains to be seen if that void gets filled right away or it takes a little bit of time. Yeah, I don't know. Let's, let, let's start doing our predictions now. Um, let's start with the AFC East. Obviously, this is not much of a discussion. I think with uh, Tannehill going down, I think, obviously, New England now stays the, the top dog. I don't think Miami would have ch- like beaten them for the division, but I think it may, they would have put a little pressure on New England. I don't know your thoughts on that. I picked I picked the New England Patriots to win that division hands down. I think it was like the I don't know my my thought never wavered in that sense. I mean, Dolphins got Jay Cutler that doesn't change anything for me. You know the Bills, the Jets definitely not going to be contenders. I don't know. I feel like the Patriots even 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 if the like, even if the Dolphins did make like even more adjustments or like better better improvements, I don't know. I just don't see them being the, beating the Patriots in their division. You know, uh, I think I see the Patriots going six and two in that division at worst. You know, possibly eight. No, of course. You know, it's always a possibility, but yeah, it's a strong possibility for them, though, considering who they're playing. Just like Anthony said, and uh, I think the division's theirs. And uh, whether Tannehill or or Cutler's at <laughs> in Miami at the helm, I don't think it really matters. Jay Cutler doesn't exactly uh, instill confidence yeah. in people. <laughs> so I mean, but hey, who knows? He, he could he could show up and he could do well. But even if he does well, that's the thing. Like, are they gonna beat New England? No. He's going to sling it. He's going to come out slinging this guy. I mean, he has nothing to lose, really. No. Like, no. he's already slandered in Chicago for God knows how yeah. long. So, what is he going to do? He's going to just sling, he's, sling the rock. And kid's got a, he's got a strong arm, too. He's man. pretty much on vacation in Miami. Yeah. So, he's yeah, like, you know exactly. what? Let me just let me throw the ball and I'll go back to my Miami yeah, home. Exactly. <laughs> well, apparently, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The choice was Jay Cutler, Tim Tebow, Colin Kaepernick, or Dan Marino. <laughs> yeah, I would have taken Dan. I would have taken Dan. I think Dan, yeah. I think Dan probably would have yeah. done a little bit better. Dan is yeah, uh, too busy opening up pizza shops. Yeah, he, maybe. He's yeah. an Anthony Coldfire Pizza. Fun fact. Oh, he's Wait, a, that's he, his? That's his? Yeah, wow, Anthony okay. Coldfire. No kidding. Yeah, right. Exactly. My, my oh. friend, my Randy friend, bashed it before. I'm just throwing it out Whoa. there. I, I did bash it. Don't tell yeah. Dan. Uh, look, uh, I didn't bash it. I thought it was good pizza, Dan. I've never been there. I, I like <laughs> it's, it's named after me. I'm going to tell myself that. I hate the Dolphins. That was terrible pizza. <laughs> <laughs> my, my friend who Why is who, Dolphin who, a topping on that pizza? <laughs> <laughs> she worked there. She got a picture with Dan Marino. I was jealous. Oh, oh man. So. Um, I'd be jealous. You know? <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, wait, wait, wait. What's he doing there? He's like, oh, he owns the chain. I was like, what? Wow. Like, when, Dan he Marino. Really? What? I'm going there all the <laughs> really? time now. And I was like, yeah, they're all over the place. There's one around here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right on 17 over yeah. there. There's also yeah. one in Fairlawn yeah. as well. Oh, really? Yeah, right on, uh, right on 208. There's one on four, but around where I live, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I think there's one by the me f- over. It's it's okay. Like, the wings, they, they roast the wings. They don't, like, fry them. So it makes them a little bit of a different taste. But it's just... It's a franchise and it's over. It's over uh, priced. So that's what my yeah. biggest problem. Yeah, there's a lot around here. Like there's a bunch. Yeah, like there's one by me. Like there's I said, one so here. There's yeah. one by you. Yeah. And there's one on Route Four, which is not like this is all within like 30 yeah. minutes of each other. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that's sure. that's another problem with, of things that I have with uh, certain type of restaurants. When they're this is a this is a great Duffy conversation now. Uh, maybe I'll text them and tell them to come on. But when you have restaurants or the same franchise restaurants or similar restaurants all in the same like 20 minute span of it, like. Uh, was TGI Fridays? If, if you're buying me, you have Willowbrook Mall, you have Parsippany, and you have uh, Roxbury. So that's th- three within 30 minutes of each other. 
Applebee's. You have like four within 25 minutes of each other. So I, I don't honestly, I don't see the problem though. I didn't say it was a problem. Oh, I'm just okay, saying. Okay. <laughs> I think you meant. I think you said it was a problem. Applebee's yeah. are everywhere. I was gonna say because you know, and aren't I mean, they like closing 200? I'm sorry for interrupting. But they're like closing 200 of them. Yeah, I two two fifty. I, I mean, something like that, right? It was it was it was Applebee's and IHOP. Most of their business yeah. is uh, after ten p.m. Yeah, I can say that as a young person Baptizes. who's been doing that half apps. Half apps. I mean, that's pretty much their only business now. I I don't know too many people who go to Applebee's yeah. and like sit down and have like a meal there. Yeah, usually just a bunch of people who are like under twenty five that go there late night for you know. Cheap food. Yeah, you know, little appetizers, you know, yep. some boneless buffalo wings some, or something yeah, like that, well, right? Pretty you much know? chicken nuggets, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it's just like chicken nuggets. I go, I go there. All right, boys, I'm on the clock here. All right, what we got going now? I, wide receivers available: Alshon Jeffrey, Tyreek Hill, uh, Kelvin Benjamin, Allen Robinson, Larry Fitzgerald, Manuel Sanders. What about tight ends? Maybe Sammy, Sammy Watkins is still available too. Golden Tate. So Brandon Marshall's available for the Giants, but I think it's too too lo- too high yeah, to pick. A little, little, little high for him. So I'm thinking about going Alshon Jeffries right now. Carson Wentz's new favorite target. So I think that's the – and I have another pick coming up in a minute, but I have to pick a wide receiver this uh, this, this one. In this one, yeah. Well, what tight ends are still on the board? You might be able to snag a good one. They might, like might start the chain of tight ends. Tight ends. You have Jimmy Graham still available, Jordan Reed, Kyle Rudolph, uh, Tyler Effort, Dillian Walker, Zach Ertz, Martellus Bennett, who's probably going to have a great season because he's playing in Green Bay with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Evan Ingram is still on the board as well. You have Aaron Rodgers too, right? Yep. Yeah, that would be uh, double points for you too. So, yeah, kind of cool. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm not sure if you want to go with him now, but I mean, no, I, definitely not right now. Definitely right I now. Mean, I mean, honestly, I, I, I if, the, if the other talent in other positions doesn't seem too overwhelming or too or underwhelming to say, I would go Jimmy Graham. I think he's gonna have a breakout season. I was gonna say I only heard one tight end that I'd actually go with now. If I was gonna go with one right now, said this is my pick. I'd probably be him. It but would be Jimmy Graham. I'm a well, I'm a wide receivers guy in general anyway. I, though, you know, you know, you know who, who just got taken off the board, and I probably would have taken him was Greg Olson. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he literally I, just got taken off the board. Definitely too. Well, you better yeah. be careful because once somebody picks a high profile one, everything you know what I can yeah, get that position. True. So I would yeah. jump on Jimmy Graham. Russ, you're gonna end yeah. up with. You're like, probably not gonna see him again. You're you're gonna you're gonna end up with Jack Doyle as your. Yeah, I'm gonna go Jimmy Graham right now. Jack Doyle's not bad though. All right, Jimmy. He's, he's not bad. All right, guys. So PR league. I like catches. how we're working as a team here. So Team yeah, Z. Yeah, this yeah. is Team Z. Oh, right here. Team this Z. is our <laughs> war room right here. <laughs> the war room. This is the war room. I like it. That's funny. Oh yeah. Um, so, Steve, did you deserve <coughs> before we start doing something or nothing? We could start looking. The Smart News app is actually on here, by the way. How sweet. Um, yeah. I, what we're doing in studio today is I bought my. Uh, tablet that also has a keyboard and I set it up for Anthony so Anthony has everything between yeah that's clutch over there Um, and by the way he's making magic with that thing yeah he is making magic Golden Tate is off the board damn Uh, (laughs) I was hoping he was going to be able to drop at least one more round PPR league you know it's it's tough man these guys go you know I wasn't in a two quarterback league draft the other day never did that before it's crazy off topic back sports page who's on the line with us uh, you got Zachary Bandmere right now uh, Zach- from Tampa, Florida. Zach is uh, here, new back sports pages, newest football writer. Welcome to the show, buddy. Welcome to the show. This is uh, nice to Happy have to you. Here. Now, how are you doing with this draft that we're doing right now? I'm just laughing at everybody else's picks, actually, at this point. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> knowing that I'm not a huge comment. football guy, how am I doing so far? Uh, let me check your team. I have to go look. I have to go look. I'm not even paying attention to anybody. The moment I saw somebody uh, draft Carlos Hyde over Kareem Hunt, I just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, he's talking about Kareem um, Hunt too. He's on the bandwagon. Uh, let me see. Yeah, oh, although Carlos Hyde yeah, is in a because, contract year. Because of the offense. Yeah, Carlos Hyde's in a contract year on a Kyle Shanahan offense. Yeah. So 
I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. The guy's been injury prone. He's only like what twenty five, so he's still kind of young, you know. Yeah, and he had a good year last year, and he's just so talented. Yeah. At, the end of, at the end of the day, but at the same mean, time, Kansas City's whole yeah. offense is surrounded around the running back. Uh, I, I agree, and, and you get somebody like Kareem Hunt. He's like he fits perfectly into that Andy Reid offense too. We're, by the way, th- by the way, I want to let you know because uh, both Anthony and Steve are not in the draft with us. So this is my war room right here. Yeah, I, I, I actually have a war oh, room. That's not even fair. Oh my god, <laughs> it's terrible, right? that's awesome. I what are you talking about? I did a fourteen team league draft on Monday, so trust me, this, I, I'm, I probably have an advantage. Just throwing out there, here. none of those picks Randy made were from my end of the you know spectrum uh, over here. I, I, I get I get rounds between. Question. <laughs> yeah. Alshon in my fourteen team league, I like Alshon this year, uh, just strictly off targets. Um, I mean, Rodgers, you can't argue with that. David Johnson's a beast. Um, his usage rate will be out of the wazoo this year, David Johnson. Um, I see an injury possibly just because of his in, uh, usage rate. But, Agreed. Uh, and Jimmy, and Jimmy with, with the loss of curse, they need a big target, so he hopefully he'll step up. Uh, we'll see. I mean, it's interesting. Um, I like your team. I'm not saying I hate it. Uh, I like it. I like it. Thank uh, you. Need, I, I'm, I'm waiting for the sleepers to come into play here. I'm waiting for uh, – We'll see what we got here, but I, I like Dalvin Cook though. Well, I, Minnesota has a number one ranked uh, defense last year, right? Defensive efficiency, maybe um, something like that. They're, I know they were top three overall, so actually it's my pick right now. So let me just handle this real okay, quick. Okay, so so your Hard Knocks life—that's your team name. Yeah, so so nice. let's let's see where you go. I, we'll announce uh, your pick on the air, and then Russell Wilson, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, all off the board. Uh, wow, there's a lot of. I guess we. St- I guess I started the tight end trend. It's, it's ugly. It's it's ugly out here. I would say. Who else went in tight end after after you took him? Uh, a couple people. You know, you had uh, Witten is off the board. Okay. Sarah, Sarah's just taking every cowboy. Yeah. That's pretty much what has happened. It, it's, it's probably good for everybody else in the league that she took <laughs> Witten that <laughs> high. <laughs> she, I think she took Elliott, <laughs> too. Yeah. Start, they'll start out strong, and then they'll fade away. Like yes. Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, he'll get, <laughs> he'll, get, he'll get his numbers, but I think you can get them late, though. But So, whatever. Yeah. I'll get Rob Kelly. Running backs is the most important thing. It's deep. It's not a deep draft at running back. Receivers, I mean, you can go receiver all day long. What's the point, though? Um, I have Rob Kelly in two of my leagues. Yeah, like, I'm, I'll be honest with you. You know who's still available right now? Jordan Matthews from Buffalo, Ted Jin Jr. from New Orleans. Uh, Jordan Mike. Matthews from Buffalo, a guy that has a drop problem playing cold weather. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, I think I think Jin's good for, like, the first three weeks while he sneaks uh, out. <laughs> that's messed up. Uh, <laughs> it's true, but it's Manuel Sanders is still available. That's a nice pick. You can get him too. I, I'm, I'm, I'm staring at him. I'm like staring him in the face, and I heard Simeon looks better in the offseason. I'm just not a believer. Um, well, not for nothing, too. You got that same offensive line out in Denver that, that Osweiler had the first time around. Don't be surprised if he works his way and back I into a starter. Landry, but there's that Landry, what happened with Landry recently, like that scandal. I don't know what we're going to make of that. I just realized that Brandon Marshall. No, Brandon Marshall's still there. Oh, Brandon Marshall. He, no, no, he, no, 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 no. He's going to be Eli's new favorite part, new, t- new target. No, no, no. Eli's the most frustrating quarterback to watch in history. I'm a diehard Giants fan. I know firsthand. I can't do that. And Sammy Watkins um, also is available, too. This is tough. I'm going to have to go all the way down to the wire right here. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. <laughs> it's always, nice to, do, it's always nice to do a fantasy draft yeah. on the phone oh, line yeah. while we're at the so yeah, zone. I'm going to do Parker only because his ceiling could be very high this year with Cutler and where I just forced the ball into him, so. I'm gonna go with Parker for now. I think receiver. I know who I'm gonna a late receiver. I'm gonna pick up on the on the back end there. Well, here's well, well, here's uh, Zachary. One of the things too. Let's so let's talk about actual football here for a few minutes, not fantasy football. You're down Absolutely. in Tampa. You you've been going through watching the Hard Knocks uh, filming, and Tampa is down there. Has a lot of expectation levels on him. Let's talk about it. Jameis Winston is now in his third year. 
And this is the make or break year for him, I think. I think this is the year where they find out whether he's legit or if he's going to be, you know, something that's going to have to be replaced another, in a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. He can either take that Mariota step or he can take that. Um, what's a good? Who's a good example? You, uh, you don't want to say uh, RG three step. Yeah, you don't. You don't you, no, <laughs> no, no, no one's going to trip like RG three. Oh, Depends which avenue he wants to go. If he's going to be a neck up quarterback, then he's going to be here for a long time. If he's going to be a neck down quarterback, and we're talking about somebody that um, extends plays, which which equals injury. Guy, um, I mean, a la like Robert Griffin the third. I mean, athletic quarterbacks are are awesome, but. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is an athletic quarterback, but at the end of the day, he's a neck-up quarterback, so he uses it when he needs it. He's, he's cerebral about the way he runs the ball. Um, you're talking about a guy like Winston, who's very vocal. It seems like his mouth catches checks a lot bigger than sometimes play actually uh, demands. And I feel like he underthrows Mike Evans a lot, who makes spectacular catches to bail him out too often. So um, I, I am in agreement. Uh, this is a, a big make-or-break here. They'll know what they have with him. Uh, it's all about the defense, though, with me, and I, I love the TJ Ward signing. Uh, Quan Alexander, I'm a big fan of his, his sideline speed, um, and David in the middle, and then you got McCoy, of course, who's a stud. So uh, the defense will be everything, and Spence is a silent, silent assassin on that D-line as well. He's a great pass rusher. Um, the defense will be everything to that team because I don't see that team scoring more than 25 points a game, if, if that, because there's no running game right now. I mean, Doug Martin's got some suspension to go uh, right now, and with this uh, first week by, I don't think he'll be able to be able to play the whole week five and then they'll have the bye, of course. So that's five weeks of the year that he's not going to be in there. Um, I'm interested to see what will happen that running game with Sims, and then uh, they have somebody else on that backfield. I'm, I'm Jaquiz Rogers, game, yeah, Jaquiz, right? Thank you. Um, who actually I think is better than all three of them, probably. He's still playing, huh? Yeah, he's my, still my playing. I mean, oh lord, he's I got a, him as a sleeper. Plug. He's a smart club, so um, we'll see what we got with them. I mean, I, I'm just one. Of, I'm a, I'm a the proponent that they're going to be like a nine and seventeen. Like that, that avenue, nine and seven, ten and six, might sneak into the playoffs. But I don't know if ten wins gets you in the playoffs this year. Last year, Giants were a wild card with eleven and five. So, I, I don't know. I yeah, don't know but that's not that's not fair either, though, because the only reason why the Giants were a wild card at eleven and five was because Dallas Dallas, Dallas had a miracle season at thirteen and three. So I am now on. The, I'm and the, now. And the Giants could have went twelve and four. I mean, they had the ball against Washington uh, down twenty six twenty four, and Eli throws that ridiculous interception to the linebacker. You're talking about twelve wins right there. So. I'm so glad we. I'm so glad we uh, we we brought up that bad memory. Uh, I am I'm on the clock. <laughs> I am on the clock, guys, right now, and I'm uh, leaning towards filling that last receiver spot, and then and or maybe go for a defense. You can go Tucker. Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, the receiver spot's got to be Sanders at this point. I think. I was actually thinking Sammy Watkins for the simple fact that Goff no, is no, but, no between those guys. I mean, Sanders had no drops last year, I believe on. He's like the most reliable, catchable receiver on that team. Yeah, I just I went Sanders because I think that's the majority of the room feels here at this point. Um, and who's Jared Goff? Hmm. And who's Jared Goff? Like I, I'm not a believer. I'm, I, I'm sorry, I'm not. Me neither. I don't buy, I'm not on that bandwagon. I can. I don't like his face. Honestly, I'm a big face guy as well. <laughs> He's got a quarterback <laughs> face. No, no, I, that's a huge thing. You want to talk about underlying themes? Like when a guy's looking at a huddle and you're looking at the guy's face, he's got to have a certain kind of face. Uh, that sounds crazy, maybe, but um, you got to like that Aaron Rodgers looking face. Even Eli pushes the limit with the face, but he's got the pedigree with the Manning name. So it goes beyond the face. But when you're just. <laughs> it's I, all about the face. Swear, this is, yeah, your face is so important with the quarterback. It's, and I don't like Goff's face. What do you got? I don't on, like his name. What do you got on Jameson's face? 
does the people believe in him does does he have that face Uh, like i'm 50 i'm 50 50 i mean when i talk to people who are around the office and most people in my office i work in the verizon's corporate center it's my actual day-to-day job and um when i talk to people who are mostly bucks fans around here a lot of them are biased but at the end of the day they understand that winston is not you know he's not everything uh there has to be more to it than him uh he's he's not a game manager he's probably slightly above that but um i don't i just i'm not a believer yet it's yet to be seen he's a hell of a pep talk giver i'll give him that yeah Uh, i will tell you guys i just picked the defense by the way oh no i just picked uh i decided to go seattle's defense okay I mean that's the only that, that that's the only one that you can reach for, so that's fine. I mean I don't I, I personally I won't argue. With my that. heart was telling me pick the Giants defense, but yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. not we're not there yet. Uh, Giants are going to be a yeah. top three defense this year. I think, yeah. in fantasy yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. If yeah. Eli Apple takes that step and yeah. Thompson can stay off the injury report, I mean I yeah yeah. You know, I think I think it's very very uh, interesting. Now let's let's just real re- really quickly reset here. Uh, Zach is down in Tampa. He's our newest back sports page. Uh, contributor he does his own podcast real quick tell us about your podcast yeah our podcast is a little more loosey-goosey i'm sure than the podcast you guys have on your uh website we curse we uh uh we yeah we don't do that on the podcast we drink we do all that stuff as well while we're while we're sitting there it's kind of part of what we do um, yeah let me come down to tampa Sounds yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 sounds yeah. like some beautiful weather down there i was about to do it with is in new york so the quality of yeah. our sound right now we're still working on that but i um, mean if you guys have any suggestions by the way let me know but um <laughs> But otherwise, we talk about, like, sports in general, like, different sports topics, obviously. Um, we'll do, like, old-fashioned sports. Like, we'll throw it back, like, um, who ha- who's had the best draft since 2000? Who's the, who's the best sixth-round picks in the last 10 years? Like, we do random stuff like that as well. We have, like, our own segments, like, Hot's Corner, where we just fire, like, 15 questions at, like, either one of us. Um, like, if you're sitting in the back of an Italian restaurant, you can have four sports figures sitting around you. Who would you want to sit with? Things like that. We have different different things that we do um and we have like where'd he go a segment that we like talk about a player like that like a random player, like like lucius harris let's say who played for the nets mm-hmm. we talk about like, where he is now in his life or something like that like just like a random thing but um but yeah we try to talk about it all we'll talk about popular sports stu- stuff as well like the kaepernick stuff and all that stuff we'll hit on that um and yeah we talk pop culture we talk hip-hop as well like rap stuff like that um different like current albums whatever top rappers history of rap stuff like that so we try to keep a little pop culture and and stay into it, but um, mostly sports, though, mostly the top three. Uh, we've been integrating golf because I, I watch golf as well. I play um, as well, so we uh, we try to integrate that a little bit more. And um, he does he knows UFC a lot better than uh, my friend John Hotz. He his football. He's a guru in football. Like it's ridiculous. It gets to a point where he embarrasses me. Well, um, I I also want to bring up the point you said. You know, drinking, swearing, and doing whatever. You just described Steve's Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, absolutely. You just need a couple poopy diapers yeah. and you'll complete it. Yeah. We gotta have you. We gotta have one of you guys on as a guest. Oh, it's my pick. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's hear who Zach. I, I'm gonna say I'm really interested in the show. The show sounds awesome. I, I want to know when you come on, or how long yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have a SoundCloud, so I'll send yeah, you yeah. an email I, for the whole for the whole team. You guys can check it out. Um, and it's sure. funny the too. Quality, like I said, is not great. It's, yeah. it's funny that that he says it too. But the, the, the first thing I did when when I started talking with Zach and I. He says, I have a bunch of pod- podcasts, but I, have, I don't have them posted anywhere. I'm like, put them on SoundCloud like now. Yeah. So yeah. I can take them and put them on our website. Yeah. So we have them up there. So they're yeah, going to start. We, just, we wanted to make sure our sound quality was good, and we kind of got a real little rapport. And honestly, the sound quality, because I have the dominating voice, because um, we're using FaceTime to do everything, and I record on my end. So it kind of has taught us, and especially myself, to not um, talk over the other person that we're podcasting with, because if I talk over him, you can't hear him. So it kind of develops good habits with the bad sound quality. 
um, indirectly. So uh, something like that has actually uh, made our podcast even that much better, um, inadvertently, but, you know, still applicable at the end of the day, so... I, by the way, you're on the clock right now, and I think you should pick up Adrian yeah. Peterson. <laughs> no I have him in one of my other leagues. I had to draft him in my 14th. Oh, team. man. I have to get him again right now. Oh. I'm, going, I'm deciding between Ertz and Bennett right now. Um, I'm picking Ertz, but I hate one, um, and I can't root for Philly. I'm going to go with Bennett. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a giant fan. We were, we were just talking about Bennett. You know oh, how. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I actually have, I have Ertz in, like two, in two teams. It's serious out here. Yeah, um, Bennett looks good. He looks, you know, he's got a... I, I mean, he's a top 10 fantasy wide, uh, tight end the last four years, I believe, straight. Uh, you're talking about the the best quarterback in the game now playing with him who loves big targets. Uh, you got guys like Randall Cobb who are injury-prone, yeah. Ty Montgomery yeah. injury-prone. Um, they really never had a solidified tight end on that team. I mean, Jared Cook last year, he didn't really have an incredible year, but when they needed him, they used him. So, Who was it? Jermichael Finley was the last, I think. And uh, you know, I, that's probably the, and he had drop problems out there. Yeah, too, he did. So. He did. All the talent dropped, but you know, they thought he was young. He was coming along. Maybe he could have he'd done something. I, I mean, Bennett, I think his biggest problem is how much dedication he's going to put into his game and getting better. And if he buys into that whole system that you know Green Bay and, and Aaron Rodgers all has, I agree. I agree. His 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 mental side of it is yeah. definitely the whole thing with him, but. I think even with him being not even all there, that'll still get you 800 yards and, and seven touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, 60 catches, right? I mean, yeah, 60 catches around that range, probably maybe even a little bit higher, just because of his his, his usage rate could be a little bit higher. But um, we'll see. I think that whole team will depend on, on a guy that's a sleeper on that team. I'm probably ruining the sleeper right now, giving Randy a plug right now. But Jamal Williams, the backup running back, could end up being really being the guy on that team, um, who I like a lot. I liked him during the preseason and. Uh, OT and stuff like that. Apparently, he was getting a lot of first team reps. He's a guy to watch. He's going to get the goal line uh, carries. I mean, over Ty Montgomery, anyway. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I just think, in general, he could end up being the every down back yeah. um, when it's all said and done. For sure. Well, while while we have Zach on the phone, why don't we just start doing some something or nothing? We can definitely do that. And Eric will just come on and do basketball with us since Howard Beck will not be joining us tonight. Uh, like we originally planned. It was just a mix-up with days and times and so on and so forth. So, uh, Anthony, when you're ready to go with something and nothing, Zach, let's explain what something and nothing is. Uh, Anthony gives us a couple different topics. We say if it's something or nothing, we give an explanation why. And we go from there, but real quick before we do, uh, something or nothing brought to you by Level 1 Games in Pompton Plains, New Jersey. Located 615 Route 23 South, Pompton Plains, New Jersey. Call them right now, 862-248-0456. Ask for M, Cynthia, or Tim. Relive your childhood and take your game to the next level at Level 1 Games. They have everything from PS1, 2, 3, 4, all the Xbox systems, Nintendo retro games, everything there, Magic, Pokemon cards, everything. That's Level 1 Games, Pompton Plains, New Jersey, Route 23 South. All right, Anthony, Steve just stepped away for a second. So, Anthony, what do we got first, something or nothing? All right, so this morning I was actually watching the uh, the, the show uh, First Things First with uh, on Fox Sports 1, Roger Goodell, when asked if Colin Kaepernick has a has the caliber to be a starting quarterback. He said, "I'm not a football expert," and pretty much said that those decisions are not left up to him, but left up to football people. Is that something or nothing? Uh, Zach, you want to start with this one? Um, that's nothing. Um, the Kaepernick story is something. That is nothing, though, uh, because I I kind of agree. Um, he's he's a commissioner. He's not a 